This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Another Saturday and the crew is together thanks to Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Good morning, David. Good morning, Dayton. Good morning, everybody. We've got Isaac in the producer's booth. Yep. It's the, the whole gang today. Right. So, and uh, the fullest studio we've ever yeah, had. There's a around. lot of people with us today. Yeah, so Definitely. It's going to be an interesting show. We have J&B Construction next hour, but this hour we're going to do something we've never done before, right. which I'm excited for. Uh, we have Dave Evans and Allie Schmidt here from West Bend Insurance. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. So tell us a little bit about yourselves first. Dave, we'll start with you. What's your role at West Bend? Uh, Good morning. Thanks for having us. I'm a claims training supervisor at West Bend, where we work with uh, all new hires and claims as well as uh, tenured associates and just training them up and getting them ready to handle claims. All right. And Allie? I am a claims representative. I've been with West Bend for three years now. I handle auto accidents and general liability claims. Okay, so we've got some people here from West Bend, and what we want to do today is kind of talk through insurance, because when it comes to your home, it's it's probably the biggest investment you'll make for Mm -hmm. most people. Have it inspected and have it insured. Have it inspected (laughs) and insured is a good thing. David, always throwing in that inspection thing for some reason. But yes, um, we want to talk, as a contractor myself, I... People get confused by insurance. It's just they know they need it, they buy it, but they're not quite sure how it works, I find, a lot of the times. Myself included. When I started dealing with more and more insurance company claims, I I started looking at my own policy like, wait, what do I really actually have? And that's what we kind of want to talk about today because there are different policies for different things. And then we also want to talk about contractors, right? Yeah. Absolutely. so, what, is, what does RCV mean? I mean, it, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. you know, ACV, RCV. I worked in the restoration industry, so I'm pretty familiar with that stuff. But still, you know, we had a big hailstorm in Oconomowoc. I'm sure you know that last summer. And even that caught me a little off guard. So we can get into stuff like that, too. Right, right. So just before in this first segment here, tell us a little bit about West Bend and what you guys do. Well, with West Bend, uh, we're here to take care of the customer. Um, we value the customer, put them first, of course, and we really want to make sure they're informed and aware of what's going on. As you said, most, fo- most people, I would say most people, but certainly a lot of people, myself included, you get insurance because something that you have to have, you have a house, you have insurance and the intention that you never have to use it. You know, you pay for this mm-hmm. stuff with the intention of never having to use it. But when you do, we want to make sure at West Bend that you are, uh, feel supported, feel educated, and we work through the process with you. You're not in this alone. You may have had this storm happen to your house, whatever the case may be. Um, Sudden accidental damage, you don't know what's coming, but when it does hit, we want to be there right away, whether it's boots on the ground or over the phone, depending where you're located, that we're going to walk you through the process and what you need to do to get your house, your home back to the condition it was prior to the loss. Okay. And Allie, you're a claim representative. Yes. So do you recommend, you know, once a year, I get this, now it's probably an email now, but I used to get this thick packet in the mail. Here's your insurance. 
and that would get put in a folder and I'd go on with my day. Like, mm-hmm. I, what, what should we be doing when we get that information? Honestly, I think it's really important to actually know and understand what it is that you're paying for for your coverages. Um, I think one of them definitely is knowing the difference between actual cash value and replacement costs. So the ACV and RCV. um, I think that's a pretty common misconception that people have when looking at their policies. For example, um, actual cash value, if you have this coverage on your policy, um, that's going to replace for example, your roof, if you have hail damage, um, it's going to replace your or essentially give you the cost of your roof for what it is at the time it was damaged. Whereas if you have replacement costs, that's going to replace your entire roof minus your deductible. So um, obviously having replacement costs would be better in that situation if you're looking for a full replacement. Um, But that also would only be um, for the hail damage itself. Um, So but that's really kind of the most common misconception that people have is that, oh, I have hail damage. I can get a whole new roof. Um, but that's not necessarily the case, depending on what your coverages are. Right. Right. So there are policies out there that just have ACV coverage? Yes. I didn't know that. I thought yep. they all came with and, the RCV and, at the end. And as you can imagine, that's going to affect your premium. So well, right, your right. premium yep. is going to reflect what your coverages are. Also, there's other riders and get into a little bit. My my vinyl siding, I this is what caught me off guard. I didn't have the rider to do my entire house, just the east elevation that got damaged. Mm-hmm. So I got the full roof, yeah. but I didn't get the entire siding. And the vinyl siding all fades, so you, there's no way Doesn't you can match, match it and everything. Mm-hmm. So That is actually yeah. very common. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you think your house has siding that could get damaged, yeah. there you can upgrade to and full coverage, right? There's pro- you know, in related to the whole premium, it's probably not a whole lot extra to add the other elevations. No, right. it's it's really not. I mean, yeah. I just purchased a home within the last few years, um, and that was something that if I didn't work in insurance, I wouldn't have really sure. known about. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm I knew that I wanted to get replacement costs um, because if something were to happen, I wanted you know the best um, you know coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deductible I think is a big thing too in regards to that because sometimes depending on the amount of damage to your home. It may not actually be worth making a claim right. because of the fact you, depending on how your deductible is. And obviously, going back to what David said in regards to the premium you pay, um, the higher your premium, the lower your deductible would be. Okay. So it would be more advantageous, perhaps, for you to make that claim. Sure. But depending on the type of loss you have, it's really good to get an idea like how extensive is the damage because ultimately, if the first deductible is what you first pay out of pocket, so that could end up being almost – what the damage costs, and then right. you got a claim, uh, you file the claim, and you maybe you know you're still going to be paying most of it out of pocket, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be an inter- interesting hour. I'm looking forward to it. The old National Bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. If you have questions, Dave and Allie with us until eight o'clock today, so get them in. But when we come back, we want to talk about contractors. The storm hits, everybody comes flooding and knocking on your door. What do you do? It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. 717, 67 degrees, going to be up to 82 today. Uh, Dayton Kane, David Nason here along with Dave and Allie. They are from West Bend Mutual Insurance and uh, James Taylor playing in the background because he's going to be at Summerfest. One of my favorites. Going to be at Summerfest. Summerfest in full effect. 
And I was driving yesterday. It said parking lots full was on oh. the signs as you were going to, towards downtown. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, the so weather. Everybody's yeah, at Summerfest. It's gorgeous. How, so how uh, it's beautiful weather yeah, now. Right. But <laughs> Tomorrow. let's talk about this. Yes. The storm comes through. <laughs> hail hits your house. There's dents all over your side. And you somebody comes and knocks on your door, says your roof has hail damage. This is what I want to talk to you guys about. What is the first step somebody should do when they think they have a storm damage happen? First step, I think, is contact your insurance company and file a claim. Um, I think that that just kind of gets the process started for you. Um, You know, there may be some contractors coming to your door saying, hey, here's a cheap rate to help get your roof fixed. Uh, But that's not always the best case scenario. Um, You know, there's kind of some... you know, you want to make sure that you have a reputable co- contractor uh, when your home suffers damage. Um, obviously, some things to look for um, when you're trying to find a contractor is, um, you know, do they have a license? You know, have they worked with um, other, you know, insurance companies before? Do they have a certificate of insurance? Um, you know, do they request a reasonable deposit before scheduling the work or are they demanding a full cost up front? Um, so those are just a couple things that you kind of want to look for, um, you know, it, just to make sure that you're not being scammed. Yeah. A, a red flag kind of there's if they ask you to get a permit, that means they're not licensed because in right. Wisconsin, the only two people can get a permit for your house is a contra- licensed contractor and the person who lives in the house. Yes. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say agree. All these contractors come to your door, just collect their information. Don't commit to anybody. Because you have the right to do, no matter what any contractor says, oh, your insurance company sent me, you have a program, da-da-da-da-da. As a homeowner, you have the right to select the contractor to work on your house. Yes. Like David said, is like the main thing we would say is don't sign yep. with any, until the Until West Bend, your insurance company, whoever that may be, is mm-hmm. out to look at it, I would strongly advise not to sign. Now, no matter how good the deal sounds. No. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. The old saying... Yeah. That sounds good, too good to be too true. Too good to be true mm-hmm. is usually might it be the probably case. probably is. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just have so much going through my mind yeah, right now. Okay. Uh, so what are, what are some so – you've listed some good things to look for. What are some things you should look for on the bad side of things? Like what would scare you if, if a contractor comes and you're talking to them? What are some things that may be like a red flag that gets sent up? Um, some red flags definitely would be, you know, not having an address listed on their business card or on their written estimate. Um, you know, their business cards list that they're licensed and insured, but they can't produce their certificate. Um, or if they're pressuring you to make an instant decision stating that their prices are going to go up um, if you don't make a decision today. Um, or, you know, their estimate appears low for the level of work required, indicating that they may extort additional funds from you later to complete the job. Um, you know, and like we had kind of uh, discussed, the contractor knocks on your door without having been called. You know, these storm t- chaser- chasers um, track weather and invade unsuspecting communities that have experienced storm damage. They're out to make a quick buck and they don't care about your yeah. well-being. Look for out-of-state license plates. Right. <laughs> you know, Oklahoma, Texas, <laughs> yeah. Nebraska. That's where a lot of hail damage, storm damage happens every year. And that's the, a lot of them come, come up from that. Just like you said, they watch the weather pretty closely. Yeah, you talked about, so there's a clause in almost every contract called a material escalation clause. That's basically the, a contractor verbiage of, I can charge you more. 
So if there's a material escalation clause in the contract you're signing with your contractor, ask them about that. What does does that that mean? mean? Mm -hmm. And if they say, well, what it does mean is, let's say you sign a contract, they're going to use Pella windows in your house. Pella increases their rates 20% before this contractor buys from Pella. They come back to you and say, oh, the the cost went up 20%. You owe me another $3,000. That's what a material escalation clause is. If that's in your contract, either have them cross it out, say, I'll sign with you if you cross that out, or just know exactly what they're saying. What what does that mean? And make yeah. sure it's in writing. Don't Buyer just beware. take their word for it. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of things that contractors can do to make you sign that line, mm-hmm. but make sure that you're not getting back-end fees on it. So that's good advice as well. All right. We do have a long way to go. So get your calls in. The old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. We have Dave and Allie from West Bend Mutual Insurance on. I know you have questions about insurance because everybody does. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Like a user's manual on the radio, it's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. going to be a beautiful Saturday. A little hot, 90 degrees if you're getting out towards the west, 82 near the lake, but the sun's going to be shining again. Yep. Uh, I think we're supposed to get rain like by Sunday, maybe? Tonight. Tonight? Yeah, overnight tonight. Okay, good, because we do need some could rain. Could be some storms, heavy rains, severe, so maybe some storm damage. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right on cue. Maybe this was good timing. Uh, well, Cheryl Crow was just playing. He, she's opening for James Taylor tonight at the amphitheater, so mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see if rain does come rolling in, what happens. Sure. So uh, we talked about that. The storm hits. People come knocking on your door. What What's the process you should take then? Well, when the storm hits, uh, be proactive. I know Allie mentioned this earlier, is to reach out to your insurance company first. You'll start to see the signs go up in the yards of the contractors in the neighborhood, see the trucks, see things like that. But I would say the insurance company in West Bend specifically will come out. We will take a look at your roof and we will advise you to the degree of damage that you have. You may not have damage at all. You may have damaged a part of your roof, not the entire roof. Um, getting the insurance company involved from the beginning, I think, would be the first piece of advice I have if you have a storm and you feel like your roof may have you know, been damaged. Been compromised a, or something. That's yeah. part of what you pay for, right, is having an adjuster yeah. come out and look at it. Like that doesn't cost mm-hmm. you anything as a consu- as a policy right. holder. Right. Right. That's something. They, that's they, a service you provide. And it's funny because insurance will call uh, in and, and they'll file a claim. We had a storm and we had hail and – uh, they see, oh, the people across the street, they're getting their roof done and things like that. And uh, the adjuster will come out and say, you know what? Great news. You have no damage. And that, that really is great news. People are like, oh, I want a new roof. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't want damage. You yeah. should be glad that you don't have damage just because the people across the street, I mean, it hails very tricky in where it hits and how it hits, but also like the age and condition of the roof prior to the storm a lot. You, you know, may have a newer roof that's going to withstand this Mm-hmm. storm, you know, better. So you don't necessarily need that new roof. And that's, that's good news that yeah. you don't have a. Yeah. And we've been talking mostly about hail, but obviously mm-hmm. other things can happen. A tree falling or something sure. can really cause significant damage. So we could talk about there's differences between emergency services, tarping your roof, doing, you know, getting your house, you know, preventing it from getting further damage and then the repairs. And it doesn't have to be the same contractor. Because not all contractors do emergency services, tarping and, and all that, Whereas the, and then the repairs. And usually, again, from my experience, emergency services are, there's no deductible and all. That's just covered because the insurance company wants to protect your home from 
further damage, damage right. based and on yeah. that cost would have. So so that's that's something to be concerned about too. You know, if if there is something emergency, meaning you know, a hole in your roof or something, tree on your roof, that you 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 do need to address that right away. Versus now the repairs, you go through the process of selecting a contractor that you want to work with. Hundred percent, right? And then when you get to that point, you you just rush into the first person that comes up to your door, right? <laughs> no, when when it when it happens, it's just like if you needed a roof, like you were saying, if. My roof is old. It's 30 years old. I need a new roof. What am I going to do? I'm going to call my local contractors. I'm going to get a couple estimates. I'm going to find out what I want. That's what you should still do. It, when you have a damage to your house, you don't mm-hmm. just rush out with the first person that knocks on your door, right? No, right. especially like, yeah, if you have a, a tree fall in your house, different story. But if it's a hailstorm, that roof can withstand an extended period of time. Yeah. For you. It's, the water's not going to leak in necessarily from a hailstorm. So you have that opportunity, even if contracts of the area are backed up because there is a lot of work, supply chain issues, things like that. You can wait to get that done. West Bend will certainly wait as, you know, that's not a penalty by any means. If you want to wait, get the local uh, contract in the area who you know, trust have certainly reputable, like they may be six, eight months out. Certainly in the Midwest here, you know, you're not going to replace a roof in January. So you may have to wait until spring to be able to get up there and get that work Mm -hmm. done. That is totally fine. We recommend that as long as you find someone you trust and a reputable contractor do the work. That brings up another question I have, but we will ask it when we get back. Now it's time to take a break. We do have Dave and Allie from West Bend Mutual Insurance on. TheSilverLining.com is the website where you can find them. Uh, I'm Dayton Kane, David Nason. Let's go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jessica Gatso. Good morning, Jessica. WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Elvis Costello playing in the background. He's going to be at the BMO Pavilion tonight at Summerfest. My name's Dayton Kane, David Nason here. Mm-hmm. We have Dave Evans and Allie Schmidt from West Bend Mutual Insurance on with us this hour. And uh, we're talking about how we deal with storm damage, contractors, things like that, which is a very interesting topic to me. Uh, you mentioned hail comes down, my roof gets damaged. Most hail, not every time, because sometimes it could hit something and put it ajar, but most hail, you can go a few months. It's, it's not like your roof is going to start leaking today if you get hail damage. So how much time do you actually have to make a claim typically on that storm that rolls through? Well, you know, you have a, a year to kind of make that claim. And like you said, you may not know the storm hit and the extent of damage. It was just like, oh, I saw some hail hit. Everything's fine. You know, and we were mentioning the break is like, say you, you hit a storm in July, but you're not actually up on your roof on a regular basis. So maybe you're putting the Christmas lights up in November, December. You look at, hold on, I think it may have damage on the roof. You can still file a claim at that point, have some coming out. And there's data that, that would justify like, yes, there was a hail storm in July that would have caused this damage. And the key thing with insurance is is the it has to be storm created damage or you know sudden accidental damage. This is not a wear and tear issue mm-hmm. with your roof. This is hail. We can look back when was there a hail storm as of yeah. you know recently that would have caused that damage. A lot of technology today that they got all kinds of data. They can find out exactly where things happen because in Oconomowoc last year there was almost like a a line really, and I was very on the very edge of it. Because people less than a, you know, oh, it seems like a hundred yards, a couple hundred yards away from me didn't have any Nothing. damage. And I had golf ball size hail in my yard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so it was, yeah, it's weird how the weather can work that way. 
Jackson had a big hailstorm this year. Yeah. Um, I, we don't want to jinx it. Can we be done <laughs> no, with hail? No, we don't. Yeah. Can we be done with No. So, <laughs> uh, so here's, a, here's a scenario. So I, I have hail damage. Contractor rips off my uh, shingles, and all the decking underneath is rotted. Is that covered? So that would be probably considered wear and tear, which is excluded usually right. in so most homeowner policies. Okay. Yeah. So that's definitely something, obviously, as a homeowner, you want to be, you know, have inspected um, every now and then. Um, but that's something that unfortunately would not be covered under your policy and that um, would not be related to that claim anyways. Yeah. And when you guys do a roof, whether it's, if you know, if it's not insurance related and you're just doing somebody's roof, that you have something in your contract for that too, right? You yep. don't you don't know how much of the roof deck is rotted or in bad shape or something. You could walk on the roof and you think, oh, maybe here, it's squishy, but here. you don't know <laughs> I don't want to exactly fall is is every area. So the reality is, oh, well, I was going to say every, but a lot of houses you'll you'll be replacing a little bit of yeah, plywood sometimes around chimneys, somewhere. around exactly you know the holes, all oh, the holes in the roof, in your roof yeah. where the water leaks. Yeah, amazing, yeah, exactly, amazing. So okay, so uh, we've talked about contractors we've talked about the storms coming through um what are some other things that that you're finding as an insurance company are typically covered or that maybe better people think are covered and then it's not like they're surprised like wait that's not covered yeah so homeowner policies have exclusions for faulty or defective workmanship um so if you do not have a reputable contractor and they damage your home um that's likely not going to be covered um, so, so typically, like we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. the contractor should have insurance right. yes. that if something gets damaged, their insurance they would, would be, be liable. That. Yeah, so they would be liable So there again, you say the word reputable is a big yep. word when you're talking about that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so definitely just to, you know, the best way to avoid uh, faulty contractors is to protect yourself from these contractor scams. Um, one point is, you know, first, like we discussed, contact your insurance company immediately to initiate the claims process. Um, you know, and then secondly, ask for a list of licensed and insured contractors in your area to get and get several quotes. Um, your insurance company um, can definitely help you with that. You can also find a list using an online uh, search like Angie's List. Um, also, be patient. You don't have to rush into mm -hmm. a decision, right. especially a bad one. Uh, work through the process to understand how your insurance coverage applies to the loss to avoid possibly paying for any repairs out of pocket. Um, and also, don't pay in full until you're 100% satisfied. Uh, be sure the work meets your expectations and any local and state building codes before releasing any funds. Okay. Yeah. On the flip side of that, as a consumer, how quickly should I expect a response from my insurance company? Like, what's a typical turnaround? I call you. I say, hey, I think I have hail damage. What does that process look like? I can attest that at West Bend, we will be contacting you within 24 hours. Um, we actually have cat teams, so catastrophe teams, um, whenever there is a severe storm in the area. Um, that usually, I would honestly say that we are contacting people within 12, yeah, 12 to 24 hours um, to make sure we can handle everything as quickly and efficiently as possible. Um, the slogan, the worst brings out our best, is truly um, the West Bend way. And um, we truly strive in those situations. And then the adjuster getting out to the house, that just probably depends on how big the storm was and yes. how many places you got to hit. And, yes. Okay. Yep. But typically two weeks to a month, or is it like two days to three days? Like what's the I'd say, yeah, so closer to that week. Yeah, we certainly schedule. And, and again, as Allie mentioned, depending on the severity of the storm depends on how intense we will send 
you know, those boots on the ground so that we're there to inspect. Um, But generally, if you file a claim on, you know, Monday, you'll get a call by Tuesday and we can hopefully get someone out there by, if not the next day, that day, you know, that week. Because we have uh, regionally field adjusters throughout, you know, our, our whole, you know, footprint throughout the Midwest and now out to Arizona and down the South to a degree. It's like, you know, we have people in the area that will get there to inspect it for you. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about the adjuster comes out. I'm getting my report back and I'm a little surprised by what I see. That is next. The Fix It Show is on WTMJ. This is pleasant. Yeah. More of your questions next. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Lyle, love it. Really? Going to be he's there still tonight. around? Yeah, he's still performing. So, Summerfest going on this weekend, uh, first weekend of three. So, get out there and enjoy it. Uh, maybe earlier than later because some storms supposed to be rolling through the Late, area I coming back. Late, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I I get hail damage. I have the adjuster out. The adjuster sends me a summary, and that summary says. Your roof is covered. We're going to do the whole roof. I got one side of your house has hail damage. So we're going to replace one side of your siding. Why is that? What What am I missing in my policy that could help me out down the line if I need to do this again? What should I be asking my insurance agent? Well, a couple of things on this. I guess when you think of uh, hail, let's say, if you're, you know, let's use hail in this example and Wind is usually involved, mm-hmm. and wind usually takes a specific direction. And with the house primarily being a square, not all sides are necessarily going to get hit right. with that. And so, therefore, you as the homeowner get this surprise, like the hailstorm hit us. But the reality is with the way the wind and the hail was blowing, only one side of your house was actually damaged. So we would owe to uh, replace the side that was damaged. If the other sides are not damaged, we wouldn't just, you know, it's not, we're going to get you a new siding, new house. Mm-hmm. What there's a, there's an ITEL system that will allow us to find matching siding. So we'll say, we'll find you the exact siding match so that it's not one side's green, the other side's, you know, blue, you know, it's, they're, they're going to match. But to the eye, it may say, well, it looks slightly it's different faded. because the fading has started to take in the other sides. So, um, that may be a, a kind of the shock you see in regards to like, cause as insurance, we, we, as Ali said earlier, we are out to indemnify you, make you whole pre loss condition, you know, before the storm hit, what was your condition of your siding? All right. So this, it was damaged. We'll replace that part that was damaged. If these were not damaged, we would not owe to replace those parts of the house that were not damaged. Right. right. Is there a policy you can buy that would like, can you upgrade your policy to say, okay, if I get hail damage on one side, the whole house is covered? Is that an is that an item? I thought there's a rider for that. I mean, you could get replacement cost coverage, um, but that's because, like I kind of touched on uh, earlier, is you know if you need to replace your roof, went um, for when there's hail damage like that, um, there you can pay you know an additional premium for that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, most often than not, um, you know, it's just really important for people to be looking at their policies to make sure they know what coverages they do have. Uh, but there are endorsements and riders that can allot for that. So talking to your insurance agent and saying, hey, can we 
can I come in for a meeting and yeah. just go through our policy and make sure yes. I understand? That's a good thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. if you've never done it. Yeah. You know, once you've done it and you know what you have, that's one thing. But uh, yeah, if you've never talked to your insurance well, or looked through that big packet of stuff that you get, you probably should do that. So you're not surprised when right. something Right. And in. especially important now, the way construction costs have changed over the last couple of years. So much, so many things are more expensive than maybe when you took out your policy. I mean, we didn't really get. We've talked a lot of roofs and hails and everything, but the structure. You know, if you had a fire, a significant fire or something, the cost to rebuild your home. I personally had my policy levels increase because I have an old home, a lot of beautiful woodwork and things in it, and I know it would cost more to rebuild my house than your typical house being built today. Mm-hmm. So, and and there's a whole lot that goes into that yeah, as well. Yeah. All right. We have one segment coming up, but I want to read a text that came in. It says, in the past three years, we've had to have hail damage repaired to our car and our roof replaced for hail damage. We have West Bend Insurance and they made the process so easy. They really were our silver lining. So there you go. That's awesome to hear. That was from the 920. Thanks for texting that in. It is the Fix It Show. We have one segment with Dave and Allie next on WTMJ. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. This is Holy Pinto. Holy right. Pinto. Yes. U.S. Cellular Connection stage starting it off today at Summerfest. Dayton Kane here with David Nason. We have Dave Evans and Allie Schmidt. One final segment here with West Bend Mutual Insurance. We did have one quick question from Dan in Germantown. He says, good morning. Uh, is it good to take a video of inside your home to show what you have in case of a disaster? I just thought that was an interesting question. Absolutely. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you have a storm to the inside, you say you have a fire, you know, and you you have, uh, you know, brand new TV, you have brand new furniture, yeah. table, all this stuff. If the if it's burned, it's hard to prove that you're not yeah. necessarily saving your receipt that you bought a TV a year ago right. from Best Buy, things like that. But if you have, we'll look for those photos, yeah. if, even mm-hmm. if, you know, you didn't, weren't wise enough, say, hey, I'm going to take a video just to have on. You may, t- we'll say, all right, do you have a picture of your family from, we can see that, oh, you oh. had this stuff yeah. that may be gone, like, like theft, especially things like fire theft, where you're claiming something that we can't see. We can't see it's broken or damaged because of your burned or gone or whatever. But you have photo evidence of it. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Or all just my, all my gold bullion yeah. got stolen. Don't, millions yeah. of dollars. It's worth amazing. Of- that's, <laughs> a, that's a traumatic experience that people oh, never expect to go through. And to sit down, and I've been involved with in that, to sit down and try to come up with all your all contents yeah. and everything yeah. you had and a value for them. It, People are in tears right. over I'm that. walking around yeah. with my camera today right. and taking a video. So, so. Very good idea. All right, so let's wrap this up, our final segment here with you guys. Uh, you guys, West Bend, any insurance company, does not tell you who you have to use as a contractor, correct? Correct. Correct. So you have the choice to choose whoever you want. Yes, yes. for okay. sure. What else do we need people to understand before we are done today? I mean, definitely, uh, that's a good point there. Uh, West Bend, or insurance companies are really there for you to guide you, um, you know, and to indemnify you, make you whole again. Uh, But ultimately, it's up to the homeowner um, to be hiring your contractor. Um, Obviously, if you have questions, if you get your estimate and you're questioning some of the things on the estimate, reach out to your adjuster. Be like, hey, this is, I'm kind of, you know, why are they doing this? Um, You know, your adjuster is a very good tool um, in that or resource in that situation to make sure that, you know, you're not being scammed essentially and that you have a reputable contractor. 
And you guys want them to use reputable contractors because yes. that's less chance of damage happening by the contractor, right? Absolutely. And then, yeah. and trust the insurance company because you may be unfamiliar with soffit, fascia, J-channel, these things. You have no idea what this is. And mm-hmm. A lot of people out there maybe. So with uh, West Bend, your insurance adjuster, they'll know that and they'll know, hey, are these things being just thrown in? You don't need this. You don't need this. They would know when maybe the you know typical homeowner might not know. So right. take advantage of that adjuster to help guide you through that. Right. Okay. TheSilverLining.com. If I go there, can I fill out a form and have somebody contact me if I want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can also, you know, to help find you or help you find an independent agent um, who can reach out to you to kind of go over, you know, what West Bend policies are. Um, I think that would be a good place to start. And I'm assuming headquarters for West Bend Mutual Insurance are in West Bend. Yes. Local they are. company <laughs> that started yes. right here Over in 125 years. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Awesome. Uh, Well, guys, it's been awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for coming in. This was something we typically don't do. So it was a good conversation to really get people uh, informed as to what they have the rights to. So uh, J&B Construction coming in next. And we need to thank Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction because they sponsor every hour of the show, every weekend. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. That's our number one. This has been The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.